Well, welcome to the One Thing Podcast, where we all get to usher in the age of humanity, Homo Spiritus, the new age of humanity, where we get to practice dancing with the one thing that individuals, communities, and countries have yet to try on mass. That one thing, as we say each episode at the top, is the connection to the higher self part of our true self anatomy that people call by various different names. Our prime directive above all else is to make and constantly return to taught connection, taught meaning the abbreviation for the one thing, day in and day out as our first step in dealing with life problems rather than viewing life problems as things we can solve separately from taught. And in this episode, we are going to focus on practical ways to reset your source connection thermostat so you can become a better and better conduit for higher love, wisdom, and power more of the time. So I think we're going to start off with kind of a definition of thermostat or, or a, a, you know, a, a picture of the imagery of thermostats. Yeah, perfect. Great. So as, as everyone knows, a thermostat is a device in a house or in an office or in a hotel room that keeps the temperature at a constant setting. So if the temperature gets too hot or hotter than that setting, the air conditioner goes on. If it gets cooler than that setting, the heating goes on. The thing about thermostats, though, is that they're dumb meaning they don't decide what temperature to set themselves at. We do. And the same metaphor applies to thermostats that we, uh, we uh, have inside us psychologically and spiritually. Uh, so thermostats have no judgment as to the appropriateness of the setting we set them at. A thermostat just follows orders to control the atmospheric adjustment process in our case for this episode, the internal, our internal atmosphere adjustment process. And I think it's a beautiful metaphor for um, how to connect with source uh, through how we set our own internal thermostat through the use of our own free will. Perfect. And I, I would also add to that, that the purpose of our free will is to connect with our higher presence or the source of life. So it will, it would be a typical, um, uh, it would be a typical thing for a human mind to say, oh, well, I'll set my own thermostat. <laughs> and actually it should be the source of life or the one thing, whatever you end up addressing that as that's where we should turn by use of our free will and ask what is my what is my thermostat setting teach me show me you know adjust me that kind of thing that that would be the most appropriate use of our of our free will and um other uh, ways of considering thermostat would be you know we've heard these terms before like upper limits 
like we always reach a certain point and then maybe we self-sabotage on purpose to come back down a little bit or maybe we don't we do it unconsciously but there seems to be an upper limit on a lot of things a lot of the aspects of our life another term that's used is glass ceiling that's generally used for women in term in business and how high they can go as compared to men um and then there's also the set point, which is also used a lot in uh, like weight loss and metabolic function. You know, there's a specific set point that a body tends to be most comfortable at. Can can we change our set point? We we can. I mean, can we change it to be like you know the the model on the runway? Not sure if that's realistic, but we don't. We're not fixed in our set points, glass ceilings, upper limits, and thermostats as much as we think we are. Mm -hmm. And some of the more common symptoms that tell us that our thermostat is set uh, below optimal or that tell us that our thermostat has kicked in to regulate us in ways that aren't helpful are things like agitation, deadness or numbness, and physical discomfort. Yeah, beautiful. Anytime we feel stuck, we could probably use an adjustment in our temperature. And another way is, is considering um, is that if we have too much of something or too little of something, we probably need a thermostat reset. I always say in, when assessing health for myself and others is that usually the answer is to we need more of something or we need less of something. Um, and so that's just one way to consider if we know we're going for eating too much sugar, we need to take away the sugar, you know, if we're drinking too much alcohol, we need to take away the alcohol. If we're not drinking enough water, we need to bring in more water. Those are thermostat settings too. And just a way of, you know, thinking about how this idea, this analogy of thermostat settings can be across the board, even though we're really wanting to invite you to focus on the thermostat setting that you have with your higher self. Yes, uh, spot on. Yes, uh, and I, I love that uh, that notion of lack or excess because it's so very aligned with traditional Chinese medicine, where there's an over energy or an under energy flowing mm -hmm. through particular meridians that create imbalances in our being. Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah, and so the whole notion behind the metaphor of a thermostat is something that's called homeostasis. And homeostasis is basically a state of equilibrium. But the equilibrium may or may not be our optimal equilibrium. Our equilibrium is set however it's set. Often it's set through baggage, wound structure, old programming, whatever, whatever it might be. Uh, and it's, it's set in an, in a less than fully deliberate free will, mindful kind of way. But once that setting is set, then the thermostat's job is to maintain homeostasis, to maintain whatever the temperature setting is metaphorically. And that's what leads to the experience of suffering and tolerating it, or another way of saying that is it may be hell, but it's home. Uh, so, you know, it's our thermostat. Once it's set, it's what sets our comfort levels, how comfortable we are with happiness or with suffering, for example. What It's what sets our radar 
what we attract to us and what we repel from us. Um, and our unconscious thermostat is what calls forth quantum processes to enforce that thermostat setting. Yeah, it's true. And, and actually, all of creation responds to our thermostat setting, right? So um, when we talk about where they're meant to be, it's why I really wanted to say initially that it's important to um, check in with our higher self and, and, and let, let ourselves be informed by that level of capacity to hold the vibration of love or hold more light or however you would actually envision that or um, see that we tend to um, fall way short of what's what's possible for us we we have our thermostats are set way lower it, it, you know if you imagine a bar the bar for most of us could be way higher but but our bars are set on the lower side. I remember some years back getting a very clear visual. I was sort of an inquiry about all of this. And I don't know if you know those, um, it's a water sport. It's like this tube out the back of a boat and it jets water up and you you stand on these feet things above that and you could be you can be jet up into the water. And I kept seeing that. It's like, that's what has to happen to move past this bandwidth of what we think our maximum potential is or what we think our thermostat is supposed to be set at, we're usually not correct if we're just coming from our mind's perspective. If we involve our heart, our soul, and our higher presence, well, then we get shown something different. And it might be a little awkward at first to sort of live into that. We think we think it's um, normal to have a, a low bar as our thermostat. It's not normal. It's it's familiar, as David said, it's, it's comfortable, common. it's common, and it's comfortable, but it isn't normal. So we're just wanting to have this conversation so that you at least um, consider what other options you have when it comes to thermostat, thermostat setting. Yeah. And just to drive this home a step further before we get to the thermostat of thermostats, which is what we're really going to focus the bulk of this episode on, we first want to give you a you know, three examples of kinds of internal thermostats that are really very common and easy to plug into. And for this kind of metaphor around thermostats, think about it in terms of, of real thermostats, too hot, too cold. You know, the thermostat is set at a particular temperature. So each of these these internal thermostats we're going to briefly touch on with you is on a spectrum of setting, often with extremes at either end and the Goldilocks zone for that thermostat setting, the optimal thermostat setting being in the middle in between the two extremes. So the first of those kind of everyday examples of internal thermostats is our stress thermostat continuum of settings. So at one extreme, we're um, ignoring <clears throat> extreme stress. And at the other extreme, we're engulfed by extreme stress. And in the Goldilocks zone between those two extremes, we're in a state of what's technically in psychology referred to as eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, -E which is positive stress. It's an enlivened state of peace. 
Beautiful. Yeah. There's other words for that too, like still point, active zero still point. It's a combination of extreme centeredness that has available to it both vitality and activity and rest and peace. So that's not the zone that includes anxiety and worry and doubt and fear and terror and, you know, all these other indulgences that we, that we let ourselves, you know, have it's it's i mean it, it may sound a, a bit cold to say it that way but um we're really designed to live more in that in that um goldilocks zone as david called it uh, you know some philosophies call it the middle way the middle path i mean these these are not new to human beings trying to find their the middle path right so the other example that we'll give is is uh, inner peace so the continuum of settings as david used in his stress example would be at one extreme numbness and you know we can see a lot of addiction maybe on this end because there's this uh, there's this drive to just numb ourselves for from what is causing us distress which is the opposite of inner peace right and at the other end is agitation that would be the other extreme uh, and and you know of course there are um, intensities of agitation um, some people kill people because they're so agitated i mean it, you know that and then everything in between so what we're looking for is that still point and maybe you could refer to that as the calm waters you know not the 10 feet high surf and not the nothing moving and it's just a cesspool of nothingness right but it's a it's a it's a lazy river actually in chinese medicine our pulses are supposed to feel like a lazy river those would be like calm waters so to speak that would be the 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 middle zone or the middle path or the goldilocks um, zone mm -hmm. and one last example of everyday uh, internal thermostats would be around love and intimacy. So the continuum of settings with love and intimacy you have at one end, uh, one extreme is counterphobic, meaning that we are, uh, we're avoiding love and intimacy. And at the other extreme is codependency, where we we melt into someone else. We we lose a, a sense of self uh, and uh, become over enmeshed. Is it's technically the psychological term for that kind of codependency. And the Goldilocks zone in between those two extremes is interdependent devotion to another person from a place of internal wholeness. Right, and without losing oneself. Exactly. We, we hear this a lot from, uh, you know, even in our own experiences or from others. So that's a great um, way of seeing love and intimacy. And, you know, you can pick any subject like money or, um, you know, health or any, any of those, these important uh, slices of a life pie. And it's the same idea in terms of a thermostat setting. So we just wanted to give you a couple of examples, but take any topic and same, same. Yeah. Now let's work up to the heart of what we want to talk about with it, which is our source thermostat. And the way we'll kind of lay the foundation for talking about that starts with understanding about 
uh, limiting paradigms. So what a paradigm is, is a self-view and a worldview that each of us has. And all limiting paradigms, all worldviews and self-views that, that limit our love and our wisdom and our healthy capacity to have positive impact are built on a belief that we are separated from source. And our, our human mind has no idea how much we uh, reach, how much reach, how much access we have into our higher self, into source, into our I am presence or whatever other phrasing you want to use, we limit our source access at basically at every turn. And we're programmed it to do that in our cultures and society, uh, by the media, um, by any number of different sources. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, we've never really been taught to consider the storyline that there is everything that we could possibly need from our higher our higher presence which is connected which is the source of all life so if the source of all life creates every particle of life and systems of worlds and multiverses do you think that it could just dip in by your request and invitation and uh you know give you some life force to solve a a, a problem or help you find a solution and that kind of thing. One of the accompanying storylines about this idea that our, our, our core wound is, is or, or our core belief is that we're separate from the source of life, is that the, as that God, let's just use that, or the divine or the sacred has actually abandoned us because we somehow don't deserve God's gifts or grace or love or safety only a separated mind would project a story like that so it's really important to go over and over in your own mind i mean i'm only speaking for myself this is what i've ha i have to do still but i've done it for a long time that is a story that is a projection it is not true that i the only way that i could be separated from the very energy that creates every molecule of each of our beings is if there is no way. I mean, it, we're all we're all part of that. But if I am the one who turns away from it, then the suffering begins. And here's the greatest source of suffering for each of us as a human being. And it is this, that our divinity or that our higher presence has failed us and the world and and has just abandoned life and everything we see. But the truth is this is actually backwards or inside out because it's us, each of us that have turned away from this divinity or source or God. And so what is the work then? Our, our work is to turn ourselves back and turn ourselves back. And not from the place of our own mind then saying what that should mean or look like, but from an empty place and then and then requesting to be shown by the Holy Spirit or by the higher presence or the your higher self or wisdom, the, you know, the higher mind, what does it actually mean to be so connected to the source of life that I no longer have to project this terrorizing wound of separation into every particle of my life? Yeah. Uh, and uh, well said. I mean, we, we all have our own different versions, our own different 
storylines, uh, narratives about this, like um, my my storyline for the first 35 years of my life was I was here on earth as punishment. And the leftover from that, that I'm uh, that I may finally be getting the upper hand on is is uh, the narrative that says I'm eternally and irreparably damaged. Um, so, you know, we want to encourage you to have the courage to discover what your version of that kind of storyline happens to be, uh, because it may be very different from mine or from Lori's. And the the thing that is important to keep in mind is that when we do start experiencing divinity, our higher self, um, source, our I am presence, our fear of unworthiness is sometimes replaced by the opposite extreme again. You know, you've got the these these two polarities. So the opposite extreme of of that unworthiness is our ego. Um, uh, feeling, uh, fearing being engulfed or overwhelmed, right? So if we open up to fully experiencing divinity, that our unworthiness will be replaced by a form of annihilation, uh, that right. uh, the annihilation of the ego self. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of an upper limit or a thermostat or a set point. Like we can't go too far into that. But if we do it little by little, if you ask your higher presence to just take you one step at a time at a pace and an amount that feels doable for you so you don't feel engulfed, um, then you'll start you'll start feeling and trusting and, and being able to sort of touch into what, what the, the tipping of the scales. And then we just wanted to offer one more thing to be aware of that when those t scales do start tipping and you start realizing, oh, I guess the universe does have my back. And, you know, there there is this sort of um, protective light that follows me everywhere I go. And, you know, what, there's so many ways that you, you might see this. It's going to be different for all of us. Um, then then you're going to have to sort of just recognize that when the ego, when the when the lower human mind really gets that there's the tipping of the scales, it might throw a, a tantrum or, you know, it might just, well, I, that's the best way to say it is, is it might throw a tantrum because it's really, uh, it doesn't know who it will be with if it's going to get annihilated by the, by the, by the light of life or light of love. It fears the death of its alleged you know auto autonomy and self-importance really is in arrogance even though it's killing itself with it <laughs> aka we're killing ourselves with with the allowance of that so just just play with that part too as you're tipping your scales and and having experiences that you consciously invite to experience more and more of the acceptance of this source of life. Mm -hmm. And what I'll amplify about that is, uh, and I think you've said it perfectly about what's really going on, that this is our ego being terrified. And yet what we often say when this is going on is that we're afraid that we won't know who we are, that our sense of identity will completely unravel, that we'll be totally lost. And that's simply because we've forgotten 
that we are not our ego. So it's easy to fall into that kind of belief and wording when we forget temporarily that we're not our ego. Right. So this leads us then to the heart of what we wanted to cover with you in this episode, which is the TOT thermostat. It's kind of like the master thermostat, the thermostat of thermostats. Uh, so in a sense, it's the TOT of TOT, uh, the, the thermostat of thermostats of the one thing. Um, and the, the importance of this is something that we can't underestimate because Lori and I believe that this thermostat of thermostats dealing with this resetting this is really the only real way to change our upper ceiling on the amount of everything that's about well-being and love and wisdom and healthy impact that we're all about as uh, as homo spiritus beings and there are two key aspects of this thermostat of thermostats this tot of tot so Lori's going to cover the first one and I'll cover the second. Perfect. So, um, you know, I, before I say what that first one is, it's something just dropped in, which is it's important to acknowledge that in, in, um, in this particular time in human and collective consciousness, we've never had as much um, light, L-I-G-H-T force at one time uh, ever compared to now. And so what that does is it causes a pressure of light, a, a pressure of this of this life force that we're all made up of, right? We could call it cosmic light substance, we could call it starlight, you know, I mean, there, you know, there's any number of ways we could we could uh, parse that out. But it 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 makes things difficult if we're not tending this piece, right? If we're not tending our own thermostat and our own connection to our higher presence, because this pressure builds up and then it has to, there's, it's challenging if it has to burst in ways that, um, you know, cause suff more suffering, right? We can actually, we can actually do it with more grace when we, little by little uh, uh, lift our our um, our glass ceiling so, so to speak or more and more connect to the higher presence to be shown how to actually do this otherwise it can be it can be um, a, a bit much so um, and, and this is a perfect lead-in to the access the the source of life access in in terms of the continuum continuum of settings so on the one end of the continuum there's terror or opposition at one extreme and and that that we're going to usurp with our ego lower human mind the god force right <laughs> and 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 that actually is we're seeing a lot of that i think that the you know when we talk about this light pressure this light force that's coming in that's causing pressure it's forcing us to see because now everything is being brought to when you turn a light on the in the room, we've said this before, you see everything. If the light's not on, it's dark and you don't know what's going on and you can kind of just go, ah, that room's okay and walk on by down the hall. But when the light gets turned on, you, you see everything and that's what's happening on the planet right now. And so when, we, when, when a human being chooses to stay in, in his or her small mind and chooses to continue to turn away from the source of life, this is homo machina. This is how we will 
observe, for those of us who choose otherwise, we will observe a certain portion of the population going down that path. And on the other end of the spectrum is the choice to connect on the regular and to um, and to be in that Goldilocks zone where we're we're not we're not uh, shackled by lack and limitation that comes with only only with with comes that comes with usurping <laughs> the higher energy of life, right? And then this way we have this lovely um, fluid connection. And this is what we're calling homo spiritus. This is what we're inviting those of you who this resonates for to practice so that you have this fluidity and this connection and this capacity to raise your thermostat by conscious curation. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And the second part of this core top thermostat is a it's about self-sovereignty, the kind of self-sovereignty that's only possible in taught connection. Uh, and so the continuum of settings with self-sovereignty is at one extreme, we have abdication or victimhood um, instead of self-sovereignty. And at the other extreme, we have arrogance and controlaholism instead of self-sovereignty, where the Goldilocks zone between those two dysfunctional extremes is unquestioned and unquestionable self-sovereignty that serves us all, is how I soundbite it that way. Yeah. So this combination of, of um, ongoing, unfiltered I am connection, the, the homo spiritus state that manifests in the world as self-sovereignty that serves us all. That is the tot of tots in turn, the tot of tot in terms of the, the Goldilocks zone, the, the ideal um, thermostat setting for us to aspire to that if we, uh, the more we are in alignment with that, the more all of our other thermostat settings, our more everyday worldly thermostat settings, will much more easily recalibrate themselves to their optimal Goldilocks zones as well. Yes, beautiful. And for, for those who are so keen and, and ache to help the world be a different, a better world, this is the place to start. If we try to make the world better without this connection, then we're just, and we've said this before in previous episodes, we're just going to be recycling the old energy. It might look a little different. It's just like a different set of clothes, but it's the same thing, right? So it's really important to recognize how vital and imperative this piece is. <laughs> and so let's just talk about a few ways to reset your thermostat. Um, are you going to talk about, uh, oh, we, we don't have it in here, do we? Okay, yeah. so one of the books that you might want to consider reading is um, the I book. I do. It's, oh, it's you... in the takeaways. Oh, Oh, it's down there. Okay, got it. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay, so a couple of ways to reset your thermostat, your taut thermostat. This is the one thing, right? Whatever that address is, is to pray. 
and not from this victim place, but from a conversational place. I'm, I'm constantly doing this and telling people, talk to this part of yourself like it is he or she is your best friend. You know, you're going to sit down and have a cup of tea or grab a beer or a glass of wine, and you're going to just speak things like you would normally to someone that you care about and you know cares about you. Then, then make some some requests like I, I need some help with this um please show me the way this is a this is a very this is an elevated way of praying you know we've been indoctrinated into prayer where it's sort of like this begging thing and that that doesn't really get us anywhere good so don't leave prayer out if if you do happen to resonate with prayer and and just you know ask for ways from your higher self to elevate the way in which you speak to this higher uh, anatomy part of yourself. This, the other way you can do it uh, to raise your taut thermostat is by journaling. Notice, you know, make an account of where things are too far on one end of the spectrum or too far on the other end of the spectrum. And then ask in your journaling where your sweet spot is, where the, where that Goldilocks zone is for you. And, you know, that energy moving out from the confused tangled webs of your mind down your arm and into your journal uh, there's power and there's healing and there's transformation that that research shows exists in that experience and then the other one that i personally love quite quite a lot is a creative process um, you know, engaging in a creative process with intention, just like journaling, but it includes visuals and imagery and words and colors and things that kind of get past our conscious minds, which which our conscious mind tends to have gates to them that doesn't want to let us pass. But if we engage in a creative way, then we can get past those gates and it drops us into our subconscious. And we can make some pretty, pretty significant changes and shifts that way. Um, and on, on one of my websites, create to healstudio.com. There's a lot of resources there. Some of them are free. Most of them are modestly, modestly priced. If you like the sketchbook studio, for example, is a way to just journey in your life in a creative way that's very personal and private to you. Um, there's also a book on that site that you can get for free or modest at Amazon if you don't want to read it on a PDF, The Art of Returning to Love. It goes into great detail about a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, not only in this episode, but in a lot of our episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very juicy stuff. And I'm, I'll be putting the, uh, the link to create to heal studio.com in our show notes. Perfect. Uh, and then another option is a procedure that I've taught called the thermostat reset procedure. And this is a, a pretty simple, straightforward procedure. I'm just going to kind of walk you through a description of it very briefly. Uh, and if you like it, you can re-listen to this part of the recording uh, and click pause after each step in order to implement the step. So what you do is you pick a thermostat that you want to reset. Um, hopefully it's one of the top thermostats, right? And, um, and then you do an initial rating. Where, where are you currently on that thermostat continuum uh, with that particular thermostat? And, like on a scale of one to 10? Uh, you can do it on a scale oh. of one to 10 where, uh, where 10 is the, uh, the maximum Most alignment. Yeah. Uh, or you can do the continuum where the Goldilocks zone is in the middle and yeah. you're rating how far off from the middle in one toward one extreme or the other uh, you start at. Oh, good clarification. Yeah, got it. Yeah. 
And then what you what you do from there is uh, is take a sheet of paper and draw a vertical line uh, down the middle of the piece of paper. So you have two columns and one column at the top, you'll just label each column. It doesn't matter which is first and which is second, but one of the two columns will be um, about uh, your objections to embodying your ideal thermostat setting with that particular thermostat or the risks you think you might be taking if you elevated your uh, thermostat setting or lived in the Goldilocks zone with that thermostat setting. And then the other column would be the prices you will continue to pay if you stay at whatever your current setting is with that thermostat setting. Once you've got both of those lists really fully fleshed out and don't censor it, I mean, anything that crosses your mind as a possible risk or a, a possible price, write it down, right? So you've got two complete lists. And then as you have that piece of paper in front of you, just start tapping the side of your hand to the side of your hand. You're really tapping the karate chop point. If, if you know where that is, it's right here. It's, it's at the end of the, um, in palmistry, no. is that the lifeline or the yeah, heart? I think line? so. If you make a loose fist, the biggest crevice will be where that point is. Right. It's and either the heart line or the lifeline in palmistry. And in, uh, in in acupuncture, it's small intestine three, right? Yeah, that's right. Third point on the small intestine meridian. So in order to be sure to get it, you just tap the sides of your hands together and you do that firmly, but not so hard that you're creating pain for yourself. And as you keep tapping together, what you're focusing on is holding both sets of, of lists inside yourself with grace so that you become larger than both risks. And what you're asking for as you're tapping is, and you're asking this of your higher wisdom is for your thermostat to be reset into the Goldilocks zone. Mm. Um, okay. And once you've done that for, you know, 30 seconds, maybe to a minute, then re-rate your, uh, where you are on that thermostat at that point. And, um, and if, if for some reason you notice that there are no shifts, well, let's say you notice a shift, but it's not all the way, just do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and keep repeating until you're more in that zone. Now, this is a simple first aid thing. There's a much more complicated version of the thermostat reset procedure, but that goes beyond anything we can cover in this episode. But at the end of the process I just described, the final step is to re-rate where you are. And if there are no shifts that have happened, uh, or if you notice that there are shifts that happen temporarily, but they don't hold over time, Usually what that means is that there's more harvesting work to do, meaning that there, there's baggage that you're carrying that needs to be cleared away to a greater extent than it's already been cleared away in order for this kind of simple procedure to really produce durable results. And you will you have a resource available to the listeners in the show notes as well for taking going farther into that? Well, there is a more expanded version of this 
uh, a very in-depth training actually in this in in my Super Change Catalyst membership program. Okay. And so what I'll do is I'll put a link in the show notes to the information about Super Change Catalysts. Perfect. And just to clarify, when uh, when we're rating our current and ideal, we're rating when we say ideal, we're, we're, we're wanting to put on that list, like who we would be, how would life be? We're not, you know, looking for a number like 72 degrees, <laughs> right? We're looking for a description of who we would be. How do, what, who do we want to live into? And then of course the, um, if things stay the same, like what would that, what, what would be the, um, what was the word you used? Um, if things stay the same, then there's a con the consequences to that. Right. right. The prices that you'd continue to pay. Right. That, that's how you said it. So we're, 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 we're clearly stating that, right? Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, I, you were clear, but I just wanted to make sure, cause I thought, Oh, someone Thank might you. see it a different way. Great. So let's talk about just a, a few of our takeaways from, um, from this episode. It, it's a juicy, it's a juicy topic. So the, the thing that we're inviting you into and we're asking you to take away from this conversation is to become more aware of your taught, your one thing, higher self settings, right? So, you know, this is the settings about your, your capacity to be the instrument of more and more of this source life light force self and your self-sovereignty sovereignty is not like being controlling over like david mentioned earlier that's the confusion of the lower human mind sovereignty is being able to thrive in the world not based on systems not based on worldly systems as much as our um how we are fed by the fabric of the universe which is love now that might sound a little wacky and out there and how could that ever be, but just ask your higher self to show you what that actually means for you. And, um, and then self-sovereignty will come into clearer and clearer focus for you and you realize, you'll realize it's not about victim, it's not about arrogance, it's not about overbearing or underbearing, it's about this, um, it's about this center point that has everything you need, everything you require and desire to have a lovely life. Exactly. So that's the first takeaway that we want to leave you with. The second is try any of the reset options that we just covered with you that, that you resonate with experimenting with, whether it's prayer or journaling or creative process uh, or the thermostat reset procedure, the simple version that I just went over. Uh, any of the ones that you resonate with, just start experimenting with those for resetting your, your thermostat of thermostats. Perfect. And you can also do your thermostat settings as David taught with the lists on the two sides of the page in a visual journal. So you could, you could double up. <laughs> That's beautiful. And, oh yeah. Here's the other, here's what I was thinking we yeah. were missing is that uh, Gay Hendricks has written a book, H-E-N-D-R-I-X is his last name, called The Big Leap. And he explains in very beautiful detail how to move past our upper limits. Um, it, you know, it doesn't, it can be in small leaps, medium leaps, big leaps. The name of the book is Big Leap, but he outlines all the ways that we sabotage our capacity to do this. Um, and so he, he'll, he'll, he'll teach in this book how to keep expanding beyond our limits, 
even when we feel afraid to do so. Mm hmm. Yep. Beautiful resource. So, and if you are listening to this, uh, this podcast episode, and you are a super change catalyst member, or you want to become one, uh, one of the many master classes, as I mentioned earlier, that are included is on thermostat sovereignty, how to take charge of, of a wide range, over 20 different thermostat settings, with the two key thermostat settings being uh, these, these two that we're talking about today, about, uh, about source connection and self-sovereignty. Yeah. Beautiful, great resource. And then the last takeaway we would ask you to consider is to remember that resetting your um, your, your thermostat with the source of life, with the one thing and your capacity to, to accept more of that part of yourself into your mind, body, and life is an ongoing process. It's not a one and done. It's not a flip of a switch. It's a, okay, today I'm going to, I'm going to just be present and aware and see where I'm getting stuck and tight and then, uh, you know, ask for the, for the connection and, and the reset, right? And some days will be better than others and it will all be okay because you're continuing to be engaged in the, the process. Right. I do need to make one correction because I had two different Hendrixes confused. Oh. It's, it's actually Harville Hendrix, whose last name is spelled H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Oh, oh. Gay right. and Kathleen Hendrix, uh, their, their last name is spelled H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S. That's right. That's right. So the, and, you know, honestly, if you go to Amazon and put in the big leap, you'll, you'll find it. But just so you have the, the knowing that it's Gay Hendrix. So great. Well, thank you so much for sharing this time with us. Um, next episode is going to be about how to access higher love and wisdom by connecting with the one thing. This is why, you know, we, we want to raise our thermostat so we have access to these divine qualities that we all ache for, but they sometimes seem to be out of reach. So until next time, remember to dance with your better half, the one thing, so you can keep living a more full and lively and joyful life as homo spiritus.